<laughs> I got my mic kind of far back too. You sounding good right now, man. You're not going I in think, and out. I think part of the problem is, I think I was just too goddamn close to my mic. Yeah. Yeah, you sounded good. Real, real nice. I was literally, I was literally talking up on that man like this. <laughs> yeah, you sounded real, real crisp right now, man. Nice, nice, nice. Oh man, if I'm gonna be up this close, wait, we gotta angle the camera. They ain't getting no nose hairs. I got my trimmer broke. You're fucking stupid. Hold on, I gotta angle this thing down a little bit. I'm seeing a little, little fox furs, bro. Hold on. <laughs> You're a fucking moron. Oh, they get no. Dang, you gonna just give them all that chest, bro? Real chesty out here, huh? Oh, you've been working out, but damn, you could they get a little kitchen. You know what I'm saying, see the appliances. <laughs> see, see, where, see how you cooking and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, they get a little. See how I'm chefing it up here. We're fucking moron. <laughs> Hold on. Da, 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 da. All this, see it. All this behind me. I'm gonna partition all this shit off. Yeah. Look at that rug. Look at that baby rug. Cause I ordered the wrong size. Look at it. It was supposed to go all the way like. Oh god. Right here. <laughs> It was supposed to go all the way. I was like, I wonder why that rug was so cheap. I was like, oh, it's on sale. Oh, oh. Barkley. Hey, Lango, look at the size before you buy things. We've all been there, man. Barkley. <laughs> uh, Don't get me started. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 116 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius Artisan. And as always, I got my co host, DC, here with me today. Ooh, what's up, everybody? We are back, and we have an explosive episode for you today. I think we got some really interesting topics on the docket today, and I am excited to talk about one in particular. So, oh, I, I, I can imagine which that which one that one is. Um. <laughs> what system it benefits, right? Oh man. <laughs> Yes, 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 man. Hello, guys and gals. Well, we're we're back, man. Back again. Sunday special. Uh, had to make a little shuffle at, uh, yesterday, but we're here, man. Um, glad to be back. A lot of good gaming news over the last couple of weeks, um, and we're gonna continue that trend this week, man. Um, I kind of just want to jump into it. You know, we're gonna talk about. Of course, we got to talk about Xbox and Discord partnerships. I think that's really important because. A lot of people, you know, were making a big deal out of Sony purchasing a small stake into Discord because rumors that Discord was up for sale last year or earlier this year, excuse me. Um, but yeah, we got an announcement that Xbox is um, partnering with Discord to bring the voice component of Discord to the Xbox ecosystem. So if you're on, you know, series consoles, Xbox One, One X, um, and I believe Xbox One, like all the, that's the entire Xbox ecosystem. You'll be able to chat with your friends on PC, which I think is an incredibly big move by them. Um, you know, I'm pretty excited about this because as you guys know, and as DC knows, I have not been a big fan of Xbox Live for the last couple of years. I've actually been very critical of that. Um, and I'm glad to see that they're finally offering this. With, it's it's not a stretch to say that it's the most popular voice app in the gaming industry right now. It's usually, you know, a lot of people use it. Most most people do, some don't, but, you know, I think this is a very, very big deal, man. Um, and there, there are a few key notes for it. Like you have to have the app on your phone, I think, to be able to join, like to click a room to join. Like there's a, there's a little roundabout way that you have to do to actually use it, but it's a definitely a step in the right direction, man. Um, 
How are you, you know, are you excited about this, man? I, you know, I'm surprised. I didn't really see you going off on people on Twitter. Well, I want to say going off, but, you know, I didn't see you in the trenches. Uh, you know, talking to some of the the the, <laughs> the other side of the fence, as we like to call them. <laughs> well, the thing is, um, I actually had a few comments there. I don't think it was, like, really worth talking about to a specific a group of people because they're you I, I don't know if people are trolling with their comments or they're being serious because a lot of people was like oh my god it is so stupid why did they buy it just to let xbox use it and i'm like <laughs> i'm starting to come to the conclusion that a lot of these folks that are on social media may be younger maybe under the age of 18, maybe don't understand the concept of how business and money works. Because, I mean, let's be clear. PlayStation is getting a, they, they, yeah, they're getting a piece of that pie. You know what I'm saying? And it, it comes down to only people who care about console wars are people on social media. Like these two companies, Obviously, they look at each other as the competition, right? That's obvious. But as far as people think it goes, I don't think it's that deep. At the end of the day, if it makes money and it makes sense, each company will, you know, they will have business with each other. I don't think this will be the first or the last time. And definitely, like, think about it. Think about um, cars, anything, shoes, clothes. Everyone kind of take bits and pieces from each other. Nothing's really original, right? So that's how I feel with this whole um, Xbox um, getting the Discord app. You know, it's 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 business. It's business. PlayStation was like, hey, we have a service that you guys need. How much are you willing to pay for this service? Because um, we can let you use it too. Like it's probably why they bought it. Who knows? Like they were well, first. Well, to... not to cut you off. They 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 didn't. <clears throat> so a lot and a lot of people were saying that, right? Like I saw a lot of that. What you were just talking about. And I think it's important that we live in we live in this age of clickbaity titles and stuff on the internet. And a lot of times people read something and they won't actually click into the article mm -hmm. to, to read the details of said uh investment it was an investment I, I i did see a lot of people saying that sony bought discord that's not true that's just not true at all flat out wrong they invested into a minority stake in discord and this isn't the first time that sony has done something like this they have a minority stake in uh epic games um they have a partnership with epic games where they have been working with them to help them develop and improve unreal engine in various ways like the details of that partnership aren't really stated like the you know the contract details as well as the one with discord so you know i just want to clear the air on that because i see a lot of people saying that like oh well sony bought discord no they didn't they invested in discord because they like the product and they believe in discord and they want it on the playstation platform as far as i know the only thing you can do on sony on on like a ps4 and ps5 in regards to discord is you can link your profile to your playstation and read discord messages there is like i think a roundabout way to get audio on there but it's not like a native xbox and sony do not have a native app for discord yet 
but they will eventually. And this is like the step in the right direction to see that. And I'm glad that we're starting to see, just like you were saying, console wars like that. In my mind, man, that stuff is a thing of the past. It's really starting to kind of the, the the walls of that are starting to kind of like change, like the the traditional way that people view these systems is different. Like, you know, everyone wants to be connected in some form or fashion nowadays. Like we're all socially connected to each other. So this is just another way that Discord gets to reach another audience. Um, and I mean, as these consoles get more and more advanced, every generation, you know, they're they're becoming closer and closer to PCs in the way that they function. So it's, you know, hopefully it becomes easier for apps like Discord to come to these consoles. So. Um, I just wanted to clear the air up. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off because I, I, I seen a lot of that and, you know, a lot of people were saying that and it's just wrong. Like I said, man, click on the article before you retweet it. <laughs> Read the article before you retweet it. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people, they just, they just jump to conclusions and it's like, you know, but I mean, let's just say if they did buy them, let's just say if they did. It doesn't matter. Like if they bought them, right? Feel like they can make some kind of money or a profit from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, yeah. You can use our services, but there's going to be some kind of fee or something behind it. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. Like with Xbox, like you know, they started with the cloud and everything. And if 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 it's something that they officially brought to the table and is patented and trademarked and all that stuff. Only they can use it. Let's just say if PlayStation, like, hey, um, you know, you have a service that we need. We, we like what you're doing with that cloud gaming. So can we get that? Okay, here, here's a fee. You know, you can use it on your system now. It's all at the end of the day, it's going to be about money and monetization. Like, they're not going to be like, ooh, Xbox is the competition. I would never use anything that they're using. No, if they have some kind of technology that's going to help their system out they're gonna it's gonna be uh what do you call it like behind the backdoor deals and <laughs> under the table oh. yeah kind of stuff yeah yeah they're gonna be reaching out to each other like yo you got that you know that fire x cloud we, we, we trying to get a piece of that dog. what's up you know what i'm saying so it's all about business at the end of the day man yeah and it's you know like i said i'm happy that this is happening um it's about time i'm i've just to be completely transparent, I would just rather, and I know it's not going to happen and I know they're not going to do this, but I would rather them just kind of retire Xbox Live Party Chat. Um, they <laughs> haven't done anything with it in like a decade. There's really been like no major improvements to it. Um, even when we did used to use it, we used to have problems, not saying Discord is perfect or anything like that, but I've run into far less issues on Discord than I have using trying to use Xbox Live Party Chat. And there's a lot of our friends that we could, you know, that we don't necessarily play as much, or at least me, let me say me, not we. You know, I don't play with a lot of our friends as much anymore because I've moved over to PC for the most part. And a lot of them are still playing on consoles. And, you know, it'll be nice to be able to have that along with cross-platform play, um, you know, going forward. So this was just like really exciting. Um, I'm glad to see that this happened and it's not available for everyone right now. I think it's only Xbox Insider. So um, if you guys are Xbox Insider and you're using it or you're testing out the features, let us know how it is. Um, I would love to hear, you know, you guys' thoughts on Discord. What do you guys think? Um, and, it, it, and realistically, it could be another way for streamers and content creators to build their communities. So 
or to expand their community. So it's it's just I think it's good news all around, and I'm sure we'll see something like this for Sony very soon down the road. Um, but yeah, man, you know, so so stop all the angry tweets. <laughs> People just like you can tell. For example, like me and Blue is just like silly banter. Like we go back and forth, and it's just lighthearted, right? And but the people, like I said, sometimes I'll be like, yo, are they really like serious? Because some people I talk to and I'll be like, yo, OK, this is not funny. He's really serious. Like I'd be up here laughing to myself like, oh, OK. I kind of shut the conversation down because I'm like, oh, this guy is he's really serious. His dad is a software engineer at PlayStation, apparently. Like, <laughs> like why is he attacking me like this? you're just a stupid xbox where like i don't that's like a third grader insult you're you're an xbox bro yeah it's just it's just really silly to see and i I feel like we beat a dead horse every time we talk about this stuff man and i really wish people would just kind of get over themselves with this because it's good for everyone like it has to start somewhere like this these types of changes have to start somewhere and at least it's happening earlier in the generation versus you know, three three to five years from now. Um, I'm just like I said. I'm glad to see it see it happen. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll be able to try it out soon. Like I would love to get some of the homies on and see if they could you know download Discord and try to get them to use the voice chat so they can retire from the old the old Xbox Live party chat. Put the old girl out the pasture. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> I just hate it. I hate it. I'm sorry. I try not to use that word. I hate Xbox Live party chat. It burns my soul i'm ready for it to go away (laughs) yeah um i can definitely co-sign with that because i mean obviously we play together if we there's been nights i remember we've had nights to where we didn't rebooted the xbox we didn't hard did a hard reset flipped it on its side kicked it (laughs) out the window and we could not hear each other like yeah it's it's or you people it kicks people out of the party for no reason it it was always just like some random stuff. Man, well, man. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I, I really wish Xbox would take some of the features that they've been holding back on um, updating. Cause it's, it's, there's a lot of things about just like, for instance, the dash, the Xbox dashboard, you know, I think that's pretty close to, you know, I think it's about time for that to have a refresh. Cause it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like it's pretty much the same on the series X, right? Like nothing's really changed from no, it yeah. hasn't. And that's, I mean, I'm not saying it needs to, like, but I just would love to see, like, some updated features um, to to really just kind of, you know, bring that technology forward. But, yeah, that's Xbox and Discord, man. Like I said, if you guys are Xbox insiders, let us know. Check us, check us out. Let us, let me hear them, them opinions on that, man. Um, but I just, I wanted to start with that because I was, I was very excited to talk about that. This other, this second topic, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a, a a longer conversation because there's been a lot of talk around this particular topic and that's the last of us remake. Oh um, yeah. Um, you go ahead and lead into that. Yeah. Um, give me one second. You can go ahead. Oh, no. never mind. It's right here. Never mind. I got my phone on me. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, we've known about the last of us remake for about a month now. Um, we've also known that the price point on it is going to be $70 and I guess to, you know, that's been a big topic of discussion around the gaming industry, not just with this particular game, but just as a whole. 
And so Sony released, Sony and Naughty Dog released a Last of Us remake, like a 10 minute video, gameplay video showing like new features, new, you know, updates to the game, like, you know, how they're really trying to push this forward. And I don't want to say make it worth your while, because honestly, I'm of the opinion that this game is a tech test for whatever they're working on after the Last of Us 2 multiplayer or the Last of Us multiplayer, whatever that ends up being called, because it's its own separate product now. Um, like I said before, for me personally, this game is going to be a pass for me, a respectful pass. I've played Last of Us 1 twice and I've beaten it twice and I don't feel like there's anything else for me to get out of that experience as far as the story goes. Um, Last of Us 2 is an incredible game. I don't feel like I missed out on the mechanic. I'm going to miss out on any mechanics that they're bringing in from the second game to this one. Um... But as a whole, like, I, you know, I'm curious what your thoughts are about this, man. Like, you know, and, you know, we're definitely going to talk about $70 for video games because it's whether you guys like it or not, it's going to happen eventually. Sony's trying to get ahead of the curve, and I actually think they're smart for doing that. But, yeah, what do you what do you kind of think about The Last of Us remake, man? Are you, how are you kind of feeling about it? I don't know if you had a chance to watch that 10 minute video that they dropped last week or not, um, or if you plan on playing it on PC. Hmm. Ah. Uh. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Where do I even begin? I beat the game once. Once was good enough for me. That's not a slate toward the game. Yeah. We all know that The Last of Us is a amazing game, amazing series. I love the writing. I I pray that the show uh, does it justice. But. $70. I understand what they're kind of doing, but I may stand on the opposite side of the fence with you on this one. I understand what they're trying to do with the $70 for the new games. But with a remake, even, even though they're adding new features and all this stuff, to me, it's still a remake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know they add new things, but I don't think this is the game to push that $70 mark. Now, if it was a brand new Last of Us, which I thought they should have, like, it's so much good lure in there, they could have probably made a side story in the Last of Us world and charged 70 bucks for that. That would have been cool. But I'm, I can't, long story short, man, I, I can't get jiggy with the, the $70 for this game. I can't. Great game. Um, do it offer like alternate endings or something or I don't know I just me personally I was one of the people who was on the side of the people on Twitter who was saying $70 is a stretch that was just me and, and I it, saw the stuff like I saw the extra stuff and I was just like eh, not this game I don't you know I, I let me say this I, I, I agree with you on the point that I don't think and this is just based off of what they've shown us, right? Like, you know, people could feel differently once it releases because it comes out uh, in September. Um, you know, and one of the big things they were talking about is just expanding areas in the game, expanding gameplay. Um, they didn't mention anything about, like, new cutscenes or new, you know, new story beats or anything like that. So I guess mostly from a gameplay perspective and this game being built from the ground up, I'm doing air quotes here. Because um, mm -hmm. they're using a lot of tech and models from Last of Us 2 in this game. I just, I kind of feel like as a whole, we're we're in a point where 
I don't want to say I'm kind of tired of remakes, but we always get a few every year, and there there seems to be he, he's raising his hands. There seems to <laughs> like I I think I'm on, I think I'm on the fence of there there should be like a time a, a particular time limit right like resident evil 2 being remade uh, a couple years ago i think that was perfect right like that game came out it was amazing resident evil 2 released uh forever and a day ago you know it's been it's been long enough to where it's not fresh in your mind and we already had got a ps4 update for last of us one some years ago so i just kind of felt that it was weird that they wanted to hang their hat on this particular product to be seventy dollars, and you know, while I'm 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 not against the 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 price tag in the sense of I understand why you know games are getting more expensive, you know, inflation and all that good stuff. But I think from an optics standpoint, this does not look great for Sony. Um, no matter how good it is, it's still the same game that people played when it released. In my mind, it's just. It has a new coat of paint on it, new shiny, uh, you know, new shiny bells and whistles. I just, like I said, man, you know, even if even if I had played the game just once, I think I still would have passed on this. I, I'm honestly to the point where I'm ready to see what Naughty Dog's going to do next outside of Last of Us because it's been well over a decade since they've been on this IP. Um, I feel like they've told the story of Ellie and Joel. Um, I feel like that, you know, whether people like the ending of two or not, I feel like that story is it it ended like it just it's you know that that story's been it's it, no cliffhangers you know it just kind of ended as it should have um but i just I, I feel like this was just an attempt for sony like hey we don't really have a lot of releases big you know first party releases coming out this year outside of god of war this fall so this to me was just kind of like a supplemental move for them like hey we need to kind of fill our slate we've been working on this for a couple of years let's see if we can get some more money out of people for it and I've kind of said it before. I've I've always been kind of sketchy when it comes to Sony on their business practices. I think they are snake oil salesmen sometimes. Um, no matter how much people like to hype them up on the internet, you know, I just for me, like I said, I'm I'm kind of disappointed a little bit, honestly, in what I saw. I mean, I, I respect Naughty Dog. They're definitely, I think, one of the top tier studios in the industry. They always usually release something great, um, but this this was kind of a miss for me, man. I kind of wish they would have just focused on. The Last of Us Two multiplayer project that they've been working on. I mean, we they say we won't see it until next year, which is kind of disappointing. Like I would have much rather had that than, you know, something I've already seen before. Well said, because um, you touched on a lot of stuff that I don't even need to reiterate. I was, I was just like, man, I, and I'm one of the people who played it one time. I'm one of the one people I played it one time. Like I said, it was good enough for me. I was like, you know, like it did what it did. Great game, great story, very impactful storytelling. And I was like, I was blown away by it. But to me, I'm going to throw this out here, right? To me, when you do something, when you do the things that they're doing with this IP, it kind of just makes the IP in my eyes like stale is kind of like you're kind of mm -hmm. being oversaturating, like you're oversaturating the IP with stuff that's not really, in my words, to me, necessary. Like, let it be great in the time that it was great. And then you already had a remake, right? You already did one. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. 
That one was understandable. You had a great game. You brought it back again. Cool. But like the triple dipping, like, come on. Like, seriously, you're going to do it again? I'm like, I, I just think it's a little too much, man. I, me personally, will not be purchasing this. I, I It's a hard pass for me. I'm pretty sure they'll scoop up people who never played it before, which is which is great. Yeah. I, I believe people should experience this game. And if they have to experience it, experience it like this, then so be it. But like I said, it just seems like a y'all just killing it. Like you said, Naughty Dog, y'all been working on this for quite some time. And it's it's really, because what Naughty Dog, what's the other game they had? Uncharted? Yeah, Uncharted and, you know, a, a couple of decades ago, Jack and Daxter. You know, they, they've worked on a few different things, but yeah, Uncharted and Last of Us were like the two IPs that really kind of, you know, shot them in, into the stratosphere as far as like popular, you know, popularity goes. And I, you know, and I just looked up to see when that update came out. Um, it came out for the PS4, October 26, 2020. Like that was just two years ago. So, and this and this was already in development for a while. Like I remember reading reports that another studio was actually working on this, and they moved the project in house because it wasn't. I guess it wasn't hitting that quality bar that they wanted. Um, I don't remember which studio was working on this. Um, somebody help me here. But it was just it was just a little interesting to see that they wanted to continue to push this and. I'm glad to see that PC, just like you were saying, right? Like another audience, PC players will get to play it. But I think this was just like a miss. This was probably a big miss for me. I don't think it's going to sell as well as they want it to. I don't. Hmm. Is that, are we going to put that on our prediction poll? Yeah, I think we should. I, I think it's going to sell, but I don't think it's going to do as well as they, as they really want it to. And that's, like I said, man, it's time to put Last of Us down. Let's just cool it off until the show comes out. I don't know. If, does the show release this year? It doesn't, right? It's like next year, I think. HBO. Uh, I believe it's next year. The Last of Us HBO. Uh, There's no real release date I'm seeing, but I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, I'm, I think it's next year, like you were saying. So, so yeah, like, you know, Last of Us, gonna going to be a pass for me, going to be a pass for DC. If you guys do pick it up, Love to hear your thoughts. If it's your first time playing the game, you're in for an experience. The game is incredible. Like it's it's definitely one of my favorite PlayStation games of the last couple of years. So don't let us deter you from playing it if you haven't. But if you have, like I said, best judgment, you know, I would probably wait till it comes out to see what people are saying about it. But, you know, try to try to help our our our, our audience make smart smart purchases, you know, try to inform, but that's yeah. the joy of streaming. That's also the joys of having um, the streaming community upon us, too. Because, I mean, it's almost like a hands-free demo is what I like to call it. Mm -hmm. you, know, you could just go watch a few streams and make a decision off of, of, of a stream. Like, you could just kind of look at it, engage it, and be like, uh, I don't know. Or Because I've, I've literally... I've played games and I bought games off the suggestion or just viewing certain people stream. So, um, just, you know, like Darius said, man, just trying to inform you on a, the $70. Hey man, look, that's, steep. Yeah, that's, high, food is high. <laughs> that's a lot of money, man. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, man. So, yeah, so that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people right now. So I, I think it'll definitely, I do have a question for you though. Do mm -hmm. you think, that 
when, and I'm, I'm going to stress the when there, when Xbox increases the price of their games, they're going to get as much shit for it as Sony has? Or do you think that Game Pass is going to kind of take the pressure off of that a little bit? Because it's going to happen. Eventually, we've seen this before. You know, game, one or two studios, one or, you know, Sony or Xbox usually raise their price, you know, 10, 15 bucks. And eventually the the rest of the industry kind of levels out and follows suit. Do you think that they're going to get as much backlash from well, the wider gaming community? You got to think about it, man. These these games are going to cost just the it's going to cost the same amount as an older pair of Air Force Ones, bro. <laughs> seventy dollars, like like we said, man. Seventy dollars is not nothing to just turn your nose up at. I mean, it's a it's a nice little chunk of money. And with that being said, yeah, man, people are going to complain across the board. I don't think, you know, us ex-folks, I don't think we're going to sit there like, oh, it's okay. Or, you know, they're not, they're not going to take it lightly as well. Like, it's it's more money, period. Um, and people are going to fuss and cuss about it until they're not. <laughs> they're going to just right. shit <laughs> then eventually you're just going to start paying it like everything else just like gas like gas is not ever going back down to what it used to be it's going to go down but it's not going to go down to what it used to be and we're just going to deal with it like that's just the way it it works in the world unfortunately like 70 dollars games i'm here for it like i've already me personally i've already thought that games you know, in the stuff that developers go through and games are getting harder to make. So they need to pay developers more, you know, it's more crunch, it's more, I think having a higher price is gonna, you know, help these guys um, kind of level some of that stuff out because then it's kind of, I think my opinion on the matter shouldn't even really matter. And I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> Because I never really buy games when they first come out. I don't. I will buy a game on the greatest hits. I will fan. I will catch a sale. Like I rarely buy a brand new game. I think the last brand new game I bought was um Straight. No, my father bought that for me. Elden Ring, he bought that for me. Um Didn't you buy Stray when it released? When it dropped uh day one? But or Stray was like thirty dollars though. Oh, you mean like full price? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, straight was like only $30. Like I said, like I rarely pay full price for a game because I'm I'm just the type of person who never really like jump into hype. It may be a Call of Duty, and that was a while ago. It might have been the last, I think the last game I paid full price for was maybe the last Call of Duty we all played together. And I don't even remember which one was that. So That's a but, good yeah. question, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think but... for me it was Elden Ring, I'm pretty sure. Consoles for people to get their hands on, I think they're gonna try to fight that price point. That's my theory. And when it does, they're gonna be like, hey, Starfield $70. I'm just kidding. I don't think it's Starfield, but <laughs> it's gonna be their it's gonna be their triple A titles too. It's gonna be those it's gonna be the Starfields, the Halos, the Forzas. Yeah, and that's gonna yeah. really be a tough pill to follow, uh swallow. But was a game. But you know what though? Like I said, like in my mind, right? I think that makes Game Pass more valuable to consumers. Because we know that Game Pass is gonna have these games. It's gonna have your Forzas, your Starfields, day one. 
but Sony's um, their service does not. So how are people going to really judge the price of games or the value of a game um, moving forward? I think that's going to be a very interesting conversation that we're going to have. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where people are going to start leaning a little bit because honestly, I really haven't, and I don't know about you, but I really haven't heard a lot about Sony's, um, like their Game Pass competitor, if you will, whatever you want to call it. I'm not calling it like Premium Plus. That's that's a mouthful. Um, I really haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. I don't know if it's good. Sure. If people hate it. You know what the game selection is looking like. Um, I actually probably we should probably do a little bit of research on that. I think that might be an interesting topic next week. But yeah, so you know that's Last of Us to get to get really off topic. <laughs> that's Last of Us seventy bucks, man. I don't. I just I think this is going to be a, the their first miss of the generation. Um, they don't hardly miss, but I think this one's going to be a miss. It's definitely a miss for me. So, um, yeah, and I think we're going to round this out, man, with the last story that we got here. Um, we're definitely going to keep it keep it in the Sony, man. Um, so first of all, they did acquire Bungie. That's finalized, but that's not what we're talking about here. They purchased another esports platform repeat.gg so sony has made uh i don't know what the reported cost was i don't think it was reported how much they purchased for so repeat.d repeat.gg is a uh, esports tournament platform where you can sign up for free um you purchase uh the 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 website's currency these coins to participate in tournaments and you win cash prizes and other things and so this is just another another one of Sony's plans to expand into esports. You know, we know that last year they purchased Evo. Um, so they, you know, they're the owners of Evo and now they have this tournament platform to go to complement the one that they already had. I did not know that Sony had their own uh, tournament platforms called like compete.playstation.com or something. I didn't know about this. I don't know if you did. I just learned about this recently, actually. So I'm curious how this is going to kind of incorporate into what they want to do. Like if they're going to start throwing their own PlayStation branded tournaments for like Madden or, you know, any EA sports game or FPS game. I'm curious to see what they're going to do here. Um, but I, I thought this was a pretty interesting buy for them, man. Like repeat.gg is definitely one of the bigger tournament platforms out there. Um, I think I was reading they had like over 2 million active users, which is nothing to sneeze at for a tournament platform. But Sony's just, they're all in on esports, man. And I love to see it. Um, you know, we're, we've been working with a couple of different entities in the MLB scene to kind of put some stuff together at Rare Drop. So it's kind of interesting to see how Sony is really trying to expand their portfolio outside of just gaming. Um, you know, what did, what did you kind of make of this, man? Do you do you foresee like a, 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 a couple of different PlayStation leagues that are going to start popping up for Call of Duty or, you know, you, you know, I, I don't know if you're really excited about this or not, but I just thought it was a pretty interesting uh, piece of information. Well, I think when it comes to like esports and stuff, I truly, I'm, I truly am just kind of like getting really getting my footing into the whole scene. Like every time I think I know something, it's so much going on because I, I just watched the uh, Apex Championship. Yeah, the ALGS, yeah. And it was probably the most entertaining. Um, 
I would say by far this year, it was probably like one of the most entertaining esports events this year. Um, but as I explore and try to learn more about esports, I, I really do think it's a great alternative um, to just bring into the sports space, period. I think you, you know, you give, you're giving out a lot of opportunities to people who do have a talent, do have a skill, because this is a skill, because if it wasn't, anybody could pick up the sticks and be good. I believe these guys are true sportsmen, and um, I love what they do. It takes a level of skill, thinking, and talent to be in one of these elite gaming uh, teams. Um, with that being said, I anything that's going to help expand the brand or get it out there to more people and give more opportunities to people who want to participate in this type of activity, I'm all for it. I think Sony, they may, you know, I think they have the foresight to see that you know, this is here to stay. It's only going to get bigger. So I think they're trying to put their foot in and they're trying to, they trying to, you know, get in at the bottom level and grow with it and be a part of it. And it's going to, it's going to do wonders for their brand. It's going to do wonders for the PlayStation, you know, because you can have these like big tournaments and, you know, they'll probably sponsor some things and, you know, to have your name on that and to try to be ahead of what's happening is always a good thing. And I would love, like, I wouldn't, you know, I, I can foresee, like, Street Fighter and stuff like that being a big deal. And I, I just see Sony making smart moves. I think this is a very um, big step in the right direction. They see something there and they want to be a part of it. So, you know, I'm not mad at them for this. And... I want to see what they do with it. I really want to see what this leads to. Um, there's a lot of esports for things that I didn't even think, you yes. know, would esport for. The oh, more yes. I was, I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. But like I said, if it's like I'm for the people, man. If you have a talent and there's a way that you can get that talent out there, you can monetize off your talent, you know. Everyone's not built for a nine to five, you know, like I, I just hate when I see people like, oh, well, that's not a that's not a real job. It's not a real sport, blah, 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 blah. But who who's to say it's not? You know what I'm saying? These people have a talent and people will pay to see their talent. So why not get paid for it? Like I'm 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 just I'm pro esports, man. Everything like I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know everything about it. But I'm learning, and as I learn, the more I learn, the more I freaking love it. So I, I salute PlayStation for being forward-thinking in this in, in this process, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with all this stuff. You you made a you made a lot of great points there, man. I didn't even think about the Street Fighter angle because once again, you know, they do their own they they own Evo now, and you know, they have a really great relationship with Capcom. Um, I'm really curious what that's going to look like. Dang, that's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that. Um, but yeah, man, like, and that's, and that's the thing about esports, you know, you're talking about like a billion dollar industry. That's really just, just now looking like it's just like you said, starting to find its footing. Like that foundation is starting to solidify where you have collegiate, collegiate esports now for students who can own, earn scholarships 
while they participate in official teams for colleges, which I think is absolutely incredible. Wish they had that ten years ago. Um, you have and you have just like leagues. Every everyone and anyone can throw their own esports tournament nowadays, and you know it's such an interesting business, and it's it's growing at such a rapid pace. And I think that one thing that you know, I would love to impart on people about esports is if you are looking to get involved, you don't necessarily have to be a pro player. You know, there's jobs behind the scenes, production, tournament organization, you know, sponsorship endeavors. Like there's so many different jobs. Like if you think about a if you think about the NFL, right? Look at the NFL. You know, they have coaches, they have analysts, they have front office positions, they have you know, all, all things that encompass the NFL that allows it to work and function the way it does. You know, you don't just have to be a player with the talent to make it. Like, if you are someone who is interested in trying to get involved with esports, I would check out other positions. Uh, production work is, is very, very high demand right now. Incredibly high demand for it, for um, not just esports, but just like content creation in general, you know, video editing. Um, like all that kind of stuff, like, you know, try to think outside the box. Cause I know someone like myself, I'm speaking from experience, someone who wanted to be involved in esports and someone who wanted to be involved in the game industry. You know, I thought my only path in was through content creation was through, um, becoming a competitive player. And, you know, I found my own way in, you know, very, very, just barely got my foot in the door here. Not saying I made it or anything like that, but you know, just look at look at what you're what you're good at, what you might be interested in, because you guys would be surprised at at how how many different roles and stuff need to be filled. Like if you're someone who's very good at analyzing like film and coming up with strategies and stuff, but you may not necessarily have the mechanical skill, you could become a coach. You could be like there's there's positions for that and they get paid pretty well from what I know, especially on the collegiate level. I follow a few coaches um, on Twitter who are like coaches at colleges, like there's positions for this stuff. And you wouldn't think like, like I said, 10 years ago, that stuff was pretty foreign. Like no one was really making money for esports, but just like DC was saying, you know, the ALGS, the Apex World Championship was a almost two and a half million dollar prize pool. You got the Call of Duty World Championships coming up is, next weekend is, it's either next weekend or weekend after that, $2.2 million prize pool. Like it's, 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 it's so much more than what it used to be. And, it really is the next form of entertainment. Like, and I, I can sit here and talk about esports all day. I, I, I really could. I, I don't know everything. I'm still learning myself, but you know, that's one of the biggest things I want to impart on people. Like if you're someone who might work in television or film or something, you're trying to look in, or even if you're a student, you know, like there's, there's plenty of opportunities out here. You just got to know the right place to look, right place to network. And you'd be surprised what you find, man. Like, you, you know, it's not, you don't just have to be a player. I'm just saying you don't have to be, top top 10 warzone players in the world you know apex predator to compete um because let's just be honest you know if you're not playing 12 15 hours a day like getting to that level of skill is almost impossible you know once again just look at like regular sports how many people go to the nba versus how many people go to the nfl like all the players that have have ever played with those dreams it's like less than one percent which is nuts like it's absolutely insane so it's cool to see man like i'm i'm glad to see sony is investing in this hopefully microsoft and i laugh about nintendo because they kind of hate competitive smash <laughs> but you know i would love to see some other big companies really like 
make a push into the into that part of the industry i think it's incredibly important and it's only going to keep being bigger it's not slowing down um anytime soon i think like as a matter of fact like the game industry as a whole is like just projected to be slight i think you sent me the article like they're the first time in like years the game industry is going to take a small step back in terms of revenue but then it's going to explode again next year like they're forecasting it to just explode again next year like you know gaming is 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 such a incredibly unique and interesting industry to be a part of and it's always changing and i'm i'm excited to see what comes next for for not just repeat or sony but just like esports as a whole it's it's always news and stuff coming out like i'm i'm super excited to see the future of the sports or the of the esports rather it's pretty cool definitely man definitely like it's times are changing man and you know i'm here for it man i'm here for it to just see things change and see people more welcoming to like just games being what they are you know i don't maybe it's just me i'm just speaking from my experience but i don't hear people being so pessimistic about it anymore you know what i'm saying like right. back in the day it's just like man, that crap ain't a sport or, man, y'all need to go outside or blah, 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 blah. Like, it was kind of this stigma with gamers. Like, and I'm always quick to jump out the window and say it. Like, look, just because I'm a gamer, that doesn't mean I I sit home 84 hours out of the day just playing games. I'm a grown man with two jobs. I go to the gym. I have multiple hobbies, including this. And my, of course, my game time is limited, but I still love games. Like, I play like Friday, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Right. I still consider myself a gamer. Like, you don't have to be a hardcore play every day type dude. You know what I'm saying? No, and, man. Heck no. Yeah, just be responsible with what you're doing. Have fun. It's just like any other hobby. I tell people all the time. It's it, And it's one of those things, man. And it's something I've really had to come to terms with is you know just like you said right like i don't have as much time to play games as i used to and i'm mm -hmm. i'm becoming okay like i've been okay with it but it's i'm like super okay with it now like i'm i don't feel that fomo like oh man i'm not playing apex right now I, i'm gonna be trash or oh man i'm not playing the latest release of whatever i'm i'm gonna suck you know like I, I don't have that feeling of fomo anymore because you know, our lives have, you know, we've reached a point in our lives that things have changed, but we're still a part of the industry. You don't have to put in a certain number of hours to be considered a gamer or, you know, someone who's passionate about this industry. And, you know, that's something that I've, you know, I've had some real hard and honest conversations with myself about live streaming lately. And to be quite honest, like I haven't felt like it, like even with even even the few times I've had to be able to, I honestly have not felt like it. Like I've been just leaning so hard into YouTube lately and just really enjoying my my exploration of that platform and you know life changes you get older and I know we have a lot of a lot of uh, our listeners are around our age too and I'm telling you guys it's okay man like if you guys aren't already feeling like that it is okay like you play when you can you know enjoy the stuff when you can you know we're all we're only human you only got 24 hours in a day nobody nobody has more than that in a day and you know, it's, I still get excited, you know, still get excited to record. I still get excited to talk about games. It's still my favorite thing to do. 
um but you know like i said esports is going to be on tv one day man like you guys definitely need to check out that stuff man it's, it's coming like it's and when it when it gets to that point like it's already mainstream now like to the point where i mean hell perfect example phase just went public on the nasdaq this week i mean their stock ain't doing great but that's the first gaming organization of its kind that has done something like that right and, you know, they're setting precedents that we've never seen before. You know, nobody ever thought that something like that would happen. And FaZe is, is one of, if not the most popular gaming org in the world. And look at where they are. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of interesting things going on, man. And I, like I said, I could sit here and talk about this stuff all day. Um, and I would love to know what you guys think, man. Hit us up on our socials, man. Let us know what you think about esports. If you have questions about esports, please ask them. You know, I, I would love to answer, you know, DC would love to answer any questions you guys might have. I know, like I said, it's still an emergent industry for as big as it is. There's still a lot more growth that needs to happen. Um, and as the world continues to open up a little bit, you know, we're starting to see bigger events happen. Um, you know, we just had GCX um, last month and that was pretty cool. It was, you know, there was a lot of people there, but, you know, I want that stuff to be bigger, you know. So, yeah. Sorry, I just I just ramble, guys. I just you know, like I said, esports and stuff. I get excited. Um, oh no, man, it's good stuff. It's good stuff, man. It's fun. It's 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 exciting, man. It's yeah. definitely exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. We got a few minutes left, man. Like five or ten minutes, man. You want to talk about Stray? I I didn't get a chance to ask you about it last week. Um, I know you've been playing it. You know, you, you having fun being a cat? Well, uh, yes. I am stray, and it's actually a pretty short game too. It's not that long. Um, I haven't beat it, but I watch people beat it. Um, very unique game, very unique game, and this is what I'm talking about when I say I would love to see um, developers take risk and just do something like completely different. And this is definitely one of those games. Because, I mean, you, you are a cat. You are a cat, but the characters in the story, they talk to you like you're human. Really? Like the robots? Yeah. Are there, yeah. There's no people like human people in the game, right? Like No, they're all robots. Okay. Um, the story, I don't want to give up too much, maybe in a later episode, after I feel like everyone's probably didn't beat it. Um, you're basically, long story short, you get... You get uh, separated from your little group of cats. I call them the meow mob. You fall <laughs> in some little hole and you're basically trying to find your way back to your cat friends. Um, oh. In doing so, you come across a storyline. You come across these robots in this uh, desolated, just dry, just trash looking, forgotten city. And yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting story. It's a pretty interesting take on a game just all together. It's a lot of solving things. It's like there's no like kind of physical combat or anything like that. You're you're using your cat wit, I like to call it. Cat wit. Yeah, to solve a lot of the things that's going on. And that's as far as I got. Like I really couldn't tell you too much. If I was to gauge it, I would say I'm probably about 30% into the game. But people, I've watched people play it, and they said, like, you can literally sit down and just, like, beat it in a setting, like, a day. They said, really? like, if you're strong, like, four hours in you, four or five hours, something like that, it's not long at all. Hmm. So, 
That's uh, interesting. That, but like I said, like I said earlier, you know, you just got to kind of put the chips where they lie. And right now, like I, I'm doing so much other stuff. I'll have to schedule that in my gaming time. I'm like, oh, I just want to beat this. So I'll just focus on this. Right. And Apex, obviously Apex didn't have me in a headlock for the last three weeks. Man, months. <laughs> I, no, I really, I think I have an Apex apex addiction like bad it's really good well that's bad. true guys if you aren't checking out this man's instagram man follow him on instagram he's been posting some of some very entertaining apex clips man i i've been having a blast watching them uh it's just it, it's been interesting to see i think you know everyone has like a game that they're addicted to and apex definitely is the, the is that one for our for our friend yeah. group right now for sure and it's funny because everyone swears like it's such in a bad place and I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm just a casual. I just don't care. Because I'd be in and out of rank, too. I started playing rank. Yeah. But the thing is, with rank, I don't want to get too ahead because then we can't play together. That's fine. The season starts over again in, like, nine or eight days. So a week from now, uh, won't I was, like, this close to getting out of um, bronze, which I know everyone would laugh at me. But I just started getting dis decent at the game. I think that's where the addiction comes from. Because once you really start getting like kills and mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I'm getting a little bit better. Do you just want to keep playing? Because I feel like it's that fear of missing out you were talking about. Like, I feel like if I stop playing it, I'm going to get back boo-boo again. <laughs> I'm kill people again. So Apex has really been doing it for me, man. They've been doing an awesome job with those skins too, man. You guys are killing me, bro. Yeah. Y'all are killing me with these skins, man. I've yeah, I've spent some money, man. I'm not gonna lie. I I'm I didn't spend about a hundred. I ain't gonna hold it. And you. that's all right, man. And that's okay. You know, you you we, we've talked about monetization here and microtransactions a lot on Super Weapon, but as long as there you my only gripe with Apex right now is that especially with the, the event going on now and any event that they have, there's no path for people to earn these skins. You know, even if that path is a really grindy path, like, oh, you got to play 50 mm -hmm. or 100 games as Revenant or 100 games as, you know, you got to get 20 wins or, you know, something like that. Like, give me the chance to earn this stuff because not everyone has that disposable income to spend on games or to spend on microtransactions. And that's that's really my biggest gripe with Apex right now. Now, I don't have, like, many. Like, I know people are talking about servers and cheaters and, you know, I'm you know, I'm sure those are all very valid complaints in the industry and in, in the community. But my biggest thing is like give people the chance to earn this stuff. Yeah. And to piggyback off that, I think it was their last event. Like sometimes I don't even like how they word it because it, mm -hmm. it, it could be misleading because they'll word it like you can earn it. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I thought, too. Yeah, I agree. Then you find out that no, you can't earn it. You gotta like basically buy all these skins and like that's crazy because they'll have like I it's just I can't remember. I wish I could remember the exact example that I was talking about, but they literally kinda worded it as if you can like if you bust your butt in the event and got all these points, you would get these certain skins and that wasn't even the case. But Yeah. Cause honestly, in my mind, I think it'll help twofold like it'll give people the chance to earn things so you'll have more people playing the event mm -hmm. um i don't think it'll change whether or not people's gonna buy or people are gonna buy the skins or not because if someone really wants it they're gonna buy it you know if they have the means 
they're gonna buy it. I've done that before. If I don't feel like waiting or grinding for something, I'll just fucking buy it. You know, and I just I, I just feel like that's that's one part of the community that is incredibly underserved. The people, like I said, the people who cannot afford to even purchase legends that they have to save up their legend tokens, you know, by playing the game. Like you, you allow people to earn legends, let people earn skins. Mm-hmm. And the benefit, like the thing was, man, I was playing Apex like in the beginning, beginning. So I was able to buy a lot of skins just off of the coin currency that I earned over the over time. Yeah. I had a lot of coins on my main account. <laughs> like I had a lot like even my um what is it, the tokens you use to unlock the uh characters? Yeah, legend tokens, yeah. Dude, I almost have like a hundred thousand of them. Like I'm always gonna be able wow. to get the <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty nuts, man. Sheesh. Yeah, I've been playing like I have a lot. Like it's insane. Like I'll screen cap it and show you. Like it's ridiculous. Cause I, I've been playing a game for so long. And, um you know, you know that's interesting because you did the same thing on uh Rainbow Six Siege too, where you had like Siege bucks. I still got like five hundred K Yeah, see I'm I'm the opposite, man. Bunch of random stuff to delete the game. <laughs> That's yeah, you should do that. Sell your account or something. That'd be great. But yeah, man. So you know, hopefully we'll see some more. Um, hopefully Apex will. You know, I'm sure we'll talk about the uh, what were they calling it for August? The August protest, something. No Apex August or something. Um, oh, me. I I respect. Yeah, I was gonna say I respect everyone's choice to protest, peaceful protests. Um, I'm not gonna be one of those people, to be quite honest. Um, hopefully the developers that respond are listening to the, to the wider community. Um, I had, and you know, it's funny. It's like, I remember even during the ALGS, there was a, uh, there was a bug. I think it was Valkyrie where if you use her ult and you go, you know, you fly up in the air, it'll send you the exact opposite direction of where you want to go. And that happened to a team and they were like second to last circle and they killed the team. And it's like stuff like that kind of messes with the integrity, uh, the, the competitive integrity of the game. So I get it, you know, but. I don't, you know, hey, peaceful protest, man. I'm all for it. I support you guys. I'm going to be playing. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to support from a distance. Maybe some donos. I don't know, but I can't stop playing. I got a problem. Yeah, still going to be playing there. But, um, yeah, man, I think that's a good place to wrap it up, man. We're closing in on an hour here, man. Beautiful episode today. We kind of flew through the topics a little bit, but, you know, still, still have fun with the podcast, man. I do want to let you guys know, man, we will have some new branding up uh, this week. Very excited to show you guys that stuff. Um, it might already be out on the internet if you guys haven't seen it yet, um, but we're going to have a new logo and stuff um, for the next episode for you guys. You know, just very excited. You know, shout out to our friend Corey, man, amazing designer. Um, check out check out Corey, man. Check out his clothing line, man. Like, he, he is an incredible guy. Um, really humble, man. He, he deserves all the success in the world, man, and I'm, I'm glad to have him as a friend. Um, and he, he, you know, he designed the first logo. So if you guys see that logo and you like it, wait till you see the next one, man, I, you guys will be, you guys are going to be stoked for it. So, um, but yeah, I think that's a good cap on the episode, man. Thank you guys for hanging out for episode 116 of Super Wait Podcast. Oh, 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 I just want to give a special shout out. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go induct ahead. A member. I want to induct a member sure. into Hall of Game. That's what I like to call it. Hall of Game. I like that. Yes. We got to give a special shout out to my man. Lance Reddick, man. You may know him if you're older <laughs> like me. You may know him from <laughs> as Lieutenant Daniels from The Wire. Oh, not He's currently starring 
and resident the new resident evil on netflix he is the black wesker as i like to call him you know uh, i actually liked it i want to say it. i liked i liked it yeah, I, I watched the whole are, season i liked it a lot of people are enjoying it but he is also a gamer and i just like whenever i just see people like if it's like maybe superstars musicians or whatever you know and then when it's just fun to just see like different people from different walks of life yeah I'll be into um you know like into the the gaming world you know he plays a, a lot of destiny yep. which i just find hilarious voice of uh commander zavala in destiny as well yeah 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 and the more i do research on him like i'm finding out like he's a big geek man mm-hmm. like he's a big nerd like and i say that in a positive way you know what i'm saying we we represent you know like he's into comics, everything, man. Like, so it's just more reason to like debunk these these stereotypes and stuff because you never know, man. It's just like all walks of life are in this world. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought that was cool, man. I just came across that on my Twitter, man, because I follow him too. Yeah, man. yeah, he's awesome on Twitter, man. You guys should follow him. He he actually talks to people quite a bit on there. He's not like. He doesn't. He's, he, he's a normal guy, man. He treats himself like a normal dude, and he loves talking to his fans and stuff. It, it's cool. Say, so, hey, Lance, if you want to come on the Super Weapon Podcast, man, we can make that happen. Yeah, um, backslash Lance Reddick on Twitter. Uh, yep, I follow him. So shout out to Lance, man. Yeah, we're we're gonna get him one day, man. We're we're gonna get we're gonna get some because I want uh Ryan Coogler on here too, man. We, Ooh, uh, swinging for the fences. I like it. Man. I just kind of uh, was in his DM like, hey, man, you know. We got a little podcast over here, you know. We're just doing some things. That I saw that Black Panther two trailer, and That'd I cried. Awesome. Uh, what kind of forever, guys? If you hate Black Panther, don't listen to the podcast anymore. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. For episode one sixteen of the Super Weapon Podcast. <laughs> you guys can find me everywhere. There's the artist where the E is a three. Make sure you guys check out Rare Drop Sports, man. We got a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline. The SFL, the Simulation Football League season, is going on right now. We have games every weekend on the Super Weapon Podcast. Make sure you follow Rare Drop Sports on Twitter, RD Sports, all that good stuff, man. Or Rare Drop Sports, excuse me, twitch.tv slash RD Sports. That's all I got, man. I appreciate y'all. DC, take us home, baby. Yeah, like I said, I got that one out of the way real quick. And so really, I don't have anything to say. That was going to be my major inductee type of thing. And I just wanted to say, hey, man, it's okay to cry, man, because I did. But that's all I had, man. I said everything I had to say. Um, and that's it, bro. We can get on up out of here, man. Hope you guys have a good week. We will see y'all next time. Peace.